Welcome to everyone. I hope you've come here to be at peace. It's a bit irrational for me to talk before we start meditating. It generally disturbs your peace. It doesn't really add anything to it. And the truth is there's nothing to teach. So there's no reason to take notes. And the spiritual path is basically an illusion because there really is no bondage to get out of and therefore there's no liberation to achieve. So what is there to talk about? You already know everything. But in the spiritual field in India, they do talk about four powers that are latent within you that must be remembered in order to realize the freedom that is your true nature. And they talk about this in mythological terms, and often they refer to them as the power of Rama, the power of Sita, the power of... Hanuman, the power of Mrityanjay. You all know these powers because you have them, you use them on a daily basis. But we can go over them since we have to talk about something. <laughs> the power of Hanuman, we know, is just simply that indestructible commitment to continue on the journey no matter what. You're determined. I mean, do we have any choice except to be determined? We've been thrown into life and we've got to make the best of it. And so what's the point of being wishy-washy about it? We're here. So you're not slightly pregnant and you're not slightly spiritual. You're kind of in the same ballpark. <laughs> if you're pregnant, you're pregnant. Go ahead. If you're not pregnant, you're not. And sometimes you lose a pregnancy. Sometimes that's gone. And then one has to deal with that. Life changes. Life is impermanent. At any moment, we'd never know what's going to happen at the next moment. The truth is there is no such thing as time. Time is an illusion. One moment is completely independent of the next moment. Cause and effect is an illusion. In the same way as we have motion pictures, uh, they don't really move. There's a motor that moves the pictures that don't move. And they move at something like, what, 24 a second, so that it looks like there's movement, but there really isn't. The same thing happens in this movie, except it's much faster. It happens at the rate of, the, uh, of a quantum leap, which is 
zillions of a second, but they, they have reached that point where time no longer is a reality. And the, the yogis uh, recognized this thousands of years ago in meditation, that you can get to that point when your mind stops, absolutely stops, time stops. And that's when things get interesting. But time is an illusion. And once we get beyond the illusion of it, we won't be tied to the discourse of it. Because since all there is is the now at any given moment, and that now is too short even to think about, (laughs) in the time it takes to think about your now, you're in another one. You really cannot think. Any thought is something that extends over thousands of these, what they call kshanas. The the ancient yogis even had a, a name for this absolute unit of a moment that was so small you you couldn't uh, be in it unless your mind was absolutely still. So there's no future and there's no past except our thoughts about them and those thoughts are illusions because we cannot know the future and we cannot really even know the past. All we know is the now. And we don't even know that because our minds are too gross to really be in it. So to really understand what happens to us requires a complete silence and stilling of the discourse that wants to spill over and create some illusion, some movie out of what is actually not even really happening. And thus, if we want to know what is really happening, we have to let go of all the sentimentality that wants to make a tragedy out of certain things or wants to make a triumph out of it. None of those are real. And this power of, of living in that absolute stillness that has no discourse and knows that there's nothing to get out of any of this and there's nothing to lose, that's the state of Ram. You are the avatar of the silent stillness which can be because you are not stuck in this plane of becoming you're not in the movie anymore there's a body that may be in the movie but you are not of that because you are not the body so not being the body means not being identified with anything that happens in this film this holographic theatrical performance that is the world. And then there's the power of Sita. Sita is the the soul. If you remember the Ramayana, she's married to Rama. The soul is married to God, but she allows herself to be kidnapped by Ravana. She allows herself to be kidnapped by the lower chakras, to be seduced into imagining that she is a body and therefore be, is caught in reincarnation, in the whole field of birth and death and desire and fear and all of that. But what keeps her tied to Rama, even after she's been kidnapped and lost touch with him, is her regret, her remorse that she has lost touch with God. So even if you don't have any connection to the source, your regret for having lost it keeps you connected. And through that remorse, devotion will always re-emerge 
out of the barrenness of life. And then there's this this last one, Mrityanje. It really means the the one who is the victor over death. It's the same archetype as Christ rising from the cross. After death, there is a resurrection. And to be the victor over any death, no matter what happens to you, whether it's your own death, or it's the death of a loved one, or it's the death of some situation that you were attached to, whatever it is, know that you will be resurrected. You will be victorious. You will be reborn. Your life will begin again out of the ashes of the loss that you have had to undergo. There is always rebirth. And that faith in that rebirth that gives you victory will bring about a new movie, a new possibility, new doors will open, new magical events will be drawn into your life. And so we tend to go through these four powers in different orders. We tend to start out as Hanuman and then realize we're Sita and then we have to go through a few of these deaths until we attain the victory that makes us realize all along we were Ram going through this game, uh, not actually suffering at all, not actually in ignorance, <coughs> but appreciating the creative joy of experiencing God in every form because each of us is Ram. Each of us is a manifestation of the ultimate reality and seeing the beauty in every individual way that it manifests brings an awesome astonishment and joy and reverence and gratitude. And that morphs into the realization that we are that very ultimate reality that we've been seeking and then appreciating and then finally recognizing as a reflection oneself. But at the end we realize nothing really happened at all. The movie that was playing was just our own unconscious being shown to us, being purified, and then the world appears differently. It appears now as the kingdom of heaven rather than the kingdom of hell once that purification has been completed. And life is beautiful and there's no more suffering. But there's bliss. And we realize that we have done this dance infinite number of times. And yet it's always different. And every moment is different. And in every moment we are free already. There's no need to struggle to be free. So there was no need for me to teach any of that because you do know all of this in your heart. Every one of you knows this. Every one of you could teach this. Every one of you could teach something even more beautiful and profound from your own heart because the depths of all wisdom is within each of us. There's nothing lacking. There is no lack of an ability to feel the deepest bliss and the deepest pain, both, the whole spectrum. And there's no lack of ability to think the most sublime and awesome 
thoughts that can comprehend all of reality and the smallest particles of reality and for us to receive intuitions from the mind of God because it ultimately is our own mind. We have all of that. And when the blinders come off of the ego and the defense mechanisms come down, we will have such a heightened sensitivity to all of this that we will see the fire of God everywhere and the beauty, the infinite, ultimate beauty of all that is. And you will realize that you are all that is. You are not some separate being who is seeing this from some limited perspective. But that you are the one self appreciating itself from this particular viewpoint. But that you are seeing it simultaneously from infinite number of eyes that all belong to the same one being. And to achieve this ultimate liberation that already is your true nature, we just have to stop creating narratives that block this realization. It is realized in the form of silence and presence and the absence of ego. That's all. The Buddhists call it emptiness. But it's really just empty of suffering, empty of illusion, empty of sentimentality, empty of opinions, empty of all of the chatter that fills the monkey mind. And as soon as you become Hanuman and make the monkey divine, you have the power of silence. And by simply using that, Sita is saved, Rama is realized, death is recognized as a myth, and all is well. So let's go through the whole Ramayana tonight and reach that point where the kingdom of heaven reappears as your own nature. <laughs>